Welcome to the Kodesh Podcast. You are listening to the infallible word from the Holy Hill, God's seat of power, preached by the resident bishop, Bishop Ni Ajeduama. Let the word from the Holy Hill be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Stay blessed. Hallelujah. Wonderful. I think now we are ready for the word of God. I want you to rise to your feet with Jesus' joy. Let us welcome our bishop, Bishop Ni Ajedu Abba. Hallelujah. It's impossible when we put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust, when you trust in, in His word. Talking to the voice. Talking to the voice of God to be. Is there anything too hard for me? And put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. Oh, everything, oh, everything, yes, everything is for the last time. Let's go in God. Just give us some volume. Nothing is impossible. Oh, nothing is impossible. When you put your trust in God, nothing is impossible when you trust in His word. I came to the voice of God to be. Is there anything too hard for me? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. Father, we thank you that with you all things are possible. We thank you for life. We thank you for the gift of family. We thank you for this International Sunday, for the many families you have given us all across the nations. We know that this is not the doing of man, but it's your own doing. And so we thank you that we can celebrate this day. We can celebrate the great missions that you have set up, O God, in many nations. We thank you for East Africa and we thank you for Kenya, who we are featuring, O God, in this International Sunday. We pray that you bless the nation Kenya. We pray that you bless the missions in Kenya. We pray that you bless the missions in East Africa. In the name of Jesus, let your name be glorified. Let your name be praised. Let your name be adored. Let through the mission many come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. And we pray this afternoon that even as we hear your word, Lord, you will speak to us. You will deposit something in our spirits. Our life will never remain the same again. Holy Spirit, have your way and transform us. Let light come into our lives through your word. We give you the glory and we give you the praise. In Jesus' name, let everyone say amen. amen. Oh, shout a better amen. Amen. And clap your hands to Jesus. Tell somebody you are looking beautiful. You can use beautiful for a man. Tell somebody you are looking beautiful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Those at the back, why do they like sitting now so early? <laughs> you may be seated. 
Because my mother is sitting also. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Are you happy to be in church? As are you happy to be in church? Well, I just also want to. We have some very special guests in our midst. The High Commissioner of Kenya is in our midst. Hallelujah. Eliphaz Baring is our midst with the wife, Pam Mugende, and also their son. Clap for them and give them a sounding welcome. It is not easy to have high commissioners in your church. Hallelujah. His Excellency, it's a privilege for us to have you with you. God bless you for coming. We also have the community of Kenyans in Accra or in Ghana. I think they are here. Give us a wave. Give us a wave. Some representatives. God bless you for coming. This is Kodesh Family Church. We are part of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. And we celebrate International Sunday every year. I think last year we featured the United Kingdom, eh? Yeah. And this year... It is East Africa with emphasis on Kenya. Hallelujah. And you all saw the wonderful things that the Lord is doing in the land of Kenya. Just by the obedience of our prophet. Amen. I was very privileged to travel with him for the past uh, couple of weeks. So I've not been here for the past three Sundays. And so I kind of miss you in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, I kind of miss you in a way. <laughs> Last week I preached in our Zimbabwe church. And it was, I was so blessed to be there. Amen. And this morning, um, for the brief time that I have, I want to talk about others. Amen. I want to talk about others. Hallelujah. A story is told, it's a true story of um, Salvation Army founded by William Booth. They gathered in their pastor's conference, annual pastor's conference, and um, they were waiting to hear from the general himself. And he couldn't make it, so he sent them a telegram. I don't know, some of you have not sent telegram before. These days we have phones can just pick a phone and call. You don't, about, you don't know anything about Telegram. You know, Telegram, I think every, every word is, 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 is money. Is that the case? Every word is worse. Every letter is money. So when you are sending, you have to send intelligently. <laughs> Amen? You don't talk by heart. Like these days, you send WhatsApp and you just talk by heart. Telegram, you have to choose your words. You know, so, because every word is money. Every word is a CD or a shilling or a dollar. And so they opened this very important message in an envelope. And so the general of was coming to read the message to the pastor's conference. And when he opened it, it was just one word. And the word was others. And so they were just thinking, what is general Basia telling us? What is this founder trying to tell us? But I believe that as they sat there pondering over what they have just received, I believe that God ministered to all of them. Amen. I said amen. amen. And I think the one thing that 
it's important to know that this church has also been founded on the basis of others. Amen? On the basis of thinking about others. Because, like last week, I was in Zimbabwe looking for some things for the church there. And I was saying, look, we are okay here by the grace of God. You know, but then, why do you have to go somewhere looking for land, property? It's because there are others there also. Amen. There are others there also. So as we are sitting here in this, our cathedral, hmm, the most beautiful edifice in the whole country. <laughs> we have to also think about others. Amen. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 4. We are enjoying the Kodesh natural air condition this morning. I don't know why some people are still fanning themselves. You can go on fanning. Go on fanning. They are directly recognition. The Bible says Paul was talking to the church in Philippi. And he said, Philippi is a cosmopolitan city. A place where you have people from different places. You know? And so it's very important. And I think that it also gives a picture of our church. You know, where you have deep people from different walks of life, people from uh, rich, they are not so rich, they are educated, not so educated, people from different cities, tribes, nations, just like Esther gave her testimony. So this place is not very different from a place like Philippi where Paul was writing this letter to. And so in writing to them, because of the diverse kind of people who were staying there, it was very important for him to address something very important. And so he was saying that look not every man on his own things. Look not every man on his own things. The tendency for us to look on our own things is very, very natural. And if I what Paul was saying was that we should not be natural because the nature finds the spirit and the spirit finds the nature. The Bible says that the two are contrary one to the other. Amen? I mean, you cannot just follow your natural instincts. Are you with me? That I have a wife, I feel like taking another wife, and I just go and flow. You know? I cannot be like an animal because, you see, one, if you visit Kenya, there are very, some very powerful national parks there. And you see one antelope, a male antelope with so many ladies antelope following him it's a natural thing amen but you cannot follow nature like that <laughs> you understand what i'm saying and so naturally everyone has the tendency of thinking about himself yeah i mean if for instance as i'm here you know suddenly i take something and i want to hit him she will not react he's the one who will react to protect himself but if you are going to hit somebody else the other person is like it's not me that has been attacked it just be there. So there is a natural instinct within us. Like Bishop Dan say, cry your own cry. Amen. So Paul was saying here, and give me mark my scripture. Philippians 2, one. Let not every man, let not every man on his, look not every man on his own things. Because it's a natural thing. But every man also on the things of others. 
Hallelujah. Next verse. Then he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, or in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So the subject today, that you must, what you must know about others. Now what does it mean, thinking about others? Number one, it's important to know that others exist. Amen? Others what? Exist. When you are eating, think about it. Others also exist. <laughs> if you grow up in a big family, <laughs> especially when there are boys' boys, you know, mother always has to be reminding everyone that others exist. Because when they cook the pot of food, eh? I don't know, Reverend Payne, maybe you grew up with your plenty brother, your brothers. You know, I'm sure please still always have to remind you that others exist. Amen. And so that's the first message to you that others exist. You're not the only one in existence. Others also exist. Amen. Number two, our minds must be on others. You cannot let your mind be on yourself alone. Our minds must be on others. Some of us, when we are coming to church with our two kids, the kids eat breakfast before they leave home. And you also bring food for them. And then well, as you are going, we have told the maid to make sure supper is ready. So these children that you are working with, you are feeding them three times a day. But there are people who come to church who have not eaten as they come into church. Have you ever thought that, look, you will cook something extra for somebody also to have a taste of your delicious meals? <laughs> Amen. So you must have others on your mind. It's important to have others on your mind and not be selfish. <laughs> Number three, we are to spend our lives for others. Now, how do you spend your life for others? When you receive your pay slip and you are doing the home budget, are there other people on the budget? Or is it just you, your wife, and your children? You write, do, you, do, we, do people still give chop money these days? So you have chop money or food money? <laughs> chop money, that's what we call it. They write electric, electricity bill, water bill. What else? Gas, petrol, you pay your rent, some miscellaneous for the wife, some miscellaneous for myself. But you have others also in the budget. Think about it. I'm sure you are saying in your mind, ah, the pay uh, is not enough for me alone. How can I bring others inside? God had only one son, one begotten son. Yet God sent the son to this world. Amen. Now through that, the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the firstborn amongst many brethren. Now God have many sons, including yourself, including you, and including you. 
But how did he get to that point? He had to give away the one that he has. You have to think about others. There are many people who have more, in, I mean, they have more money than they need. Are you with me? I mean, I roughly, I know how a number of you earn. And I know what I also earn. Now I always wonder what you do with your money. <laughs> Consider that there are not people on your budget. <laughs> people who are outside your household are not on your budget. Are you with me? You know, several times when there is fundraising and I see some people coming forward and when they mention $1,000, they don't come. When they reach $100 and they come, and I say in my head, these people are very wicked. They don't appreciate God. They don't appreciate what God has done for them. They don't appreciate what God is doing for them. They don't think about others. They live their lives only for themselves. But from today, think about living your life also for others. You see, we are more than animals. A dog will protect his, even, even dogs. There are times that you see um, a, a, a dog or maybe a, a lion or whatever has given birth and he has died. They take the, 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 the puppies to another mother. You see at times, you see a hen being followed by double double. Have you seen one before? Eh? You know double double. Duck. What do you call children duck? Ducklets. <laughs> You see a hen who has hatched the eggs of a, 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 guinea, a guinea fowl or something like that. I've seen some before. <laughs> How come even animals are trying to think about others? And human beings, we can't think about others. There is something wrong. It's because of thinking about others. That's why today we are celebrating International Sunday. I mean, the church could have just been in Ghana, minding our own business. Amen. You see, that is why we sat here and people came from outside to come and discover us. <laughs> but we don't think about others. And when you, are, you sit down and you are discovered, you are in trouble. But the one who discovers you can do whatever he likes to you. <laughs> are you with me? But as we have received... We must also think about others. Amen. I said, amen. amen. And so we are saying that others are important. Now, we must serve others. Luke chapter 22. We must serve others. If you are appointed a pastor in this church, you've been appointed to serve. Verse 24. And there was also a strife among them that Jesus Christ and his disciples, which of them should be accounted the greatest. And he said unto them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and they that exercise authority upon them are called benefactors. But ye shall not be so, but he that is greatest among you, let him be as the younger. And he that is chief, as he that doth serve. This is the doctrine of Christ. Next verse. For whether is greater, he that sitteth at meat, or he that serveth, is not he that sitteth at meat, 
But I am among you as he that serveth. Amen. Jesus Christ was saying to the disciples that he is amongst them as one who serves. Are you with me? We must learn to serve others. We must learn to count other people's interests more than ours. Amen. amen. I said amen. amen. Today is comeback Sunday. How many people have you brought back? If I'm to ask this question, there will be embarrassment in the church. But I want joy to be in the church. <laughs> amen. Supposed to bring people back to church. Are you with me? Next, we must lay our lives down for others. In John chapter 15 and verse 13, Jesus said, Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. You know, Mr. Ambassador, one of the things that I really appreciate about ambassadors and high commissioners, I remember when I was in Lagos, Nigeria, I visited the um, consular general. And I used to visit him. That's um, Sister Kate's brother. He was a Ghana consular general in Lagos. I used to visit him from time to time. And he really taught me what it means to serve others and to be in a mission. There was a day I visited his office. And you know, we have a lot of Ghanaian fishermen who travel by boats all the way from water region, various places to, to, you know, the coast of Nigeria. And there was one incident where some of them have been arrested or something. And these guys, he managed to release them, but they came to his office. And when I went there, I was waiting to see him. And he called me in, and there were about these five fishermen in his office. You can imagine fishermen who have been on the sea for a couple of days. I mean, you can imagine what I'm talking about. I mean, the whole room was charged. But this ambassador was sitting down very comfortably and talking to them. You know, when I say the room is charged, I hope you understand. I mean, they have not bathed for a couple of days, if not weeks. I don't know when they were arrested and how long they were put in police cell and they've been released. And they've come to the office just as they were. They have not had their bath or put on any um, inco cream or something. They've just come as they were. And he was sitting down so comfortably and chatting with them. I learned something there. That this man has been sent there because of others. Hallelujah. Me, a pastor, I may not, I don't know, I may meet them outside so that fresh air can be blowing for us all to be comfortable. But he met them in his posh office, as dirty as they were, sitting down with them and chatting with them, trying to console them, trying to, you know, make them be at peace. And that is the work that God has commissioned us to do. God has sent us into this world as ambassadors. We are God's representatives. Are you with me? And we are supposed to imitate Christ, to think about others. Just like Christ also thought about others. We must use the blessing God has given us to care for others. Many of us, God has given us more than enough. You have so many clothing that it's become a problem in your house. Because now the suitcases are finished. And the rest are hanging all over the place. There are things you have not worn for the past five years. And it's not likely you wear for the next four years. And yet you are keeping them. 
The blessing God has blessed you. Look at how you are all looking beautiful today. After today, I'm sure you know where it again until another. <laughs> but I'm sure another denomination will do International Sunday, they'll do East Africa. Can you donate what you are wearing to them? <laughs> what God has given us is not just for us. God said to Abraham that he will bless him and he will make him a blessing. He said, through him shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Look at how we have been blessed by the grace of God through our prophets. Not just us in Ghana, but many nations are blessed with the gospel. I was with him in Congo. Powerful crusade. Thousands of people. Salvation galore. Healing galore. From then went to Narok in Kenya. Powerful crusade. The biggest they've seen in that stadium. Are you with me? I mean, it's like just thinking about others. Just thinking about others. And that is how come the, God, the Lord is blessing the church. Yeah. No matter what anyone says, and we don't have apologies for that, God is blessing the church. Because we don't think about our... Look, I mean, imagine that bishop said when he was here, his chair is still here. He could have blocked all this and put some powerful air conditioners in this place. Are you with me? But what is the purpose of that to chill? You can go home and go and chill when you, after, after service. Amen. But we are thinking about others. And by the grace of God, Kodesh Church has even built 10 cathedrals in the water region. We will never go there. We will never go and live there. I said we will not go and live there. We will not go. I mean, it's for your great-grandmother when he dies that they will have a cathedral to at least bury or uh, put your grandmother's coffin inside. Take a others. 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 It's a great wisdom. It's a wisdom that attracts blessings. It's the wisdom that turns God's attention to the church. Amen. Amen. We said today is come back Sunday or bring back Sunday. Now, how many people have we brought back? How many people have we brought back? Now, in closing, I want to give you four things you must remember about others. I told you my message is short. Number one, others need Christ. Others need Christ. Others need Christ. In John chapter 4, a story is told. We name this story the Samaritan woman at the well. Some call the woman at the well. Or the Samaritan woman at the well. Or the Samaritan woman. Now, Jesus Christ encountered this woman at the well. Now, this woman is a Samaritan, and therefore the Jews didn't have any business to do with the Samaritans. Are you with me? But yet, Jesus Christ encountered this woman and ministered to the woman. There are many people that may not be your type, but God also wants you to reach out to them. Now, Jesus ministered to this woman, and let me take the story from verse 25 of John chapter 4. The Bible said, The woman saith unto him, I know that Messiah cometh, which is called Christ. When he is come, he will tell us all things. Jesus saith unto her, I that speak unto thee am he. So this woman was actually talking to Jesus. He didn't know. And there are many of us, you come to church, 
you encounter God. He said, and upon this came his disciples and marveled that he talked with the woman. Yet no man said, what seeketh thou? Or why talkest thou with her? The woman then left her water pots. She left her water pots. She's gone to the well to fetch water. Her business that morning was to go and fetch water. And so there was some mister waiting at home to be refreshed with the water. There was some mister waiting at home whose feet needs to be washed with the water. There was some mister waiting at home whose food needs to be cooked with the water. But the Bible says that this woman encountering Jesus left her water pot at the well. How many of us have left important things or things that we regard as important? Just to think about others. The Bible says she left her water pot and went her way into the city and said to the men, you know, Jesus Christ told so many things to this woman that look, you, the man crowd that you are living with now is not your man. You have already dealt with, um, is it six or five? You have dealt with five already. And this six one crowd is not your husband. Now such a woman, I don't think men should believe her. And such a woman, when you see her coming near your husband, you should raise an alarm. But the Bible says, you know, she didn't have a reputation. Are you with me? She didn't have a reputation. But then she was still thinking about the people. Because the one he has encountered has said some things which means this man is unique. This man is different. There is something this man has that many people also need. So despite the fact that he didn't have a reputation with the men in the city, the Bible says that she went back to the city, to the men. To the men. There are some of the areas that we grow, we, we grew up in, we have, we have spoiled the area. You don't have reputation where you live because of what you have done in the area. And you don't have money to move to, from the area too. But now you have met Christ. I say you have met Christ. This woman was somebody who men should not believe. But when you continue reading the story, the people believed what she came to tell them. Hallelujah. I said they believed what she came to tell them. Why? Because she put aside the fact that people don't believe her. She put aside her reputation. She put aside that important thing that she had to do that morning. Just to go to the town and tell the men that come see a man. Come see a man. Come see a man. Who told me all things that I ever did? Come see a man. Come see a man. This is a witness for God. The Bible says that ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses for me. Many of us we receive power, and all we do with the power is to speak in tongues. And many of us, our tongues are not giving us any returns because, because the thing that is important that the power should do which is to be a witness we are not witnessing but yet we want the reward thereof it doesn't work that way no farmer reaps without sowing nobody reaps investment without with reaps without investing are you with me the primary thing of the power is to be a witness and many of us have encountered Jesus but I don't know where the witness has gone. But this woman encountered Jesus and straightway, straightway, she became a witness for God. Hallelujah. 
I said, Hallelujah. He said, Come, see a man who told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? Then they went out of the city and came unto him. So you could say that this woman thought about others. Let's begin to think about others. Because others also need Christ. I said, Others also need Christ. I said, Others also need Christ. Don't sit in the church alone with your lipstick. Others need Christ. Amen. Why? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, others need a shepherd. Wow. I just need what? A shepherd. What was our scripture for today? Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 21. Eh? Eh? For the pastors have become brutish. Eh? And have not sought the Lord. The pastors and shepherds are supposed to sought, seek the Lord on behalf of the sheep. That's right. And what is the outcome of that? Therefore, they shall not prosper. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That is what has prospered this church. That is what has brought us this far. And when Jesus said that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, Jesus did not mean the church buildings. He meant you and I. He said he will build us up into a church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But he said the pastors have become brutish. They have not sought the Lord. And because of that, they shall not prosper. Many people are seeking prosperity without God. You cannot seek prosperity without God. Are you seeking for salaries or seeking for a blessing? Yeah. A blessing makes a difference. The Bible says that the blessing of the Lord it maketh one rich. And ask no sorrow. Many people are receiving salary today and they are broke. They are broke like church mouse. These days you find mice in churches. <laughs> they are broke like church mouse because we are seeking it the wrong way. Are you with me? I said we are seeking the blessing the wrong way. John chapter 10 and verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. And them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. As prophet is traveling around from the country to country, we had a, we have a, we had a camp in Uganda, we had a camp in Kenya. As he's going, I mean, it's like he's on the move. Are you with me? Because there are other sheep. They are not in this fold. They are not in Ghana. They are elsewhere. They must also be reached. They must also receive. Hallelujah. Amen. And you are sitting here and you don't care about the sheep in Bubuashi. You don't care about the sheep in Apengwa. You don't care about the sheep in just here, uh, Mataheko. But Jesus Christ said that other sheep have I. May you from today think about the fact that others need a shepherd. Amen. I said others need what? A shepherd. Are you a shepherd or a butcher? Ask somebody, are you a shepherd? Because every sheep that is given to you to take care of, they vanish. And if they vanish, where are they going to? You have butchered them. No, I 
ask somebody and demand an answer. Are you a shepherd or because you 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 you, you were supposed to stop at center? We can't see the people. Are you a shepherd or a butcher? By the way, I enjoyed some. Is it choma? Is that what you call it, choma? Eh? Nyama choma. Ah, it's so nice. Lamp, roasted lamp. Very powerful. Very very powerful. We are chewing paper here, I'm telling you. <laughs> what we eat here is like cardboard. <laughs> when you travel and you eat meat, I mean, it's, it's proper. I mean, when I went to Zimbabwe first, when they were grilling the meat, they don't put spices. You soak it in the cacachofa, uh, ginger, so many things, acrinchian, and so many things overnight. Before you even, even eat yourself, I mean, you don't finish chewing, then you swallow. But when you go to Zim, when they are grilling, they only put uh, salt on it, that's all. Or just salt. And it tastes... You follow cows about as if they are this thing. Bela, and then at the end, they are meat. There is no meat inside, it's just muscle. Look, you, you have to travel and see. Travel and see. I can't say much. I said, I cannot say much. When you are looking juicy, it's not because you are eating proper meat too. Because the carbohydrate you are eating, it's not you are looking juicy. Say somebody, travel and see. You need to travel and see. It's a long time since you came from Switzerland. You have not traveled. <laughs> travel and see. Amen. You see, that's the blessing of thinking about others. As you travel, you are, you are, you are traveling for others, but... God is also blessing you, and that's the blessing of the church. Are you understand what I'm saying? Eh? I mean, look, I was in Zimbabwe, and after preaching, people were taking pictures with me. When I come, you don't take pictures with me. People came from the different churches. They came, they surround you, take picture. Then another group, there's some people group there already. Then I go and join them. Oh, I became a celebrity crowd. Because, because as I was going, I was going there to work as an accountant. Then Bishop said, when you go start church, when you go think about the others that they also need Christ. Hallelujah. Now that thing has become a blessing to me. It became a blessing to me. Somebody came and even gave me an envelope. I even forgot who it was. When I preach, you don't give me an envelope. You don't take pictures with me. When I finish, eh, don't bring envelope home. <laughs> you don't take pictures with me. I was away for four weeks. Only three pastors sent me a message. Now look at my faces. Your one face is look at my faces. <laughs> I said only three pastors sent me a message. Bishop, how are you? Shame on you. Don't think about others. <laughs> Number three, others must hear the message. Hallelujah. You see, when the dancing stars came to dance, I saw one lady in the dancing stars who is a, 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 a basenta leader. And they were singing. What was what, what song were they singing when they were doing this? You go to work, you go to work. You say something. Do the work, do the work. But are you people working? 
Who are you telling to do the work? Every dancing star, stand up. If all these dancing stars, everyone is bringing 10 people to church in a bus, you can imagine what the church will be like. But you came to dance, do the work, do the who should do the work? I said, who should do the work? You are all young, you have energy. I said, you have energy. Who is that lady? She's a basenta leader. She's one of my best. Ah, where is she? She's gone out. You see, she has bass people. She has come to dance. She must be tired. And you come to dance, do the work. Do the work. Who should do the work? <laughs> I want all of you to become basenta leaders. Somebody is clapping. You are not clapping for yourself. You have to think about others. Amen? Yeah. Think about others. The blessings of your life is dependent on others that you think about. Not on yourself. I'm telling you. Take it from me. I said take it from me. That your life blessings is dependent on your outlook, how you look at others. Are you understanding? Luke chapter 4 verse 43 and, a, and he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore am I sent. Jesus said he must preach the kingdom of God to other cities. Hallelujah. So others must hear the message. Is the message in your church a good message? Others must hear it. And then finally, others have issues. You're not the only one who have issues. As I'm saying, I also have issues. But that should not stop me from thinking about others. Oh, look at Stella. She's my daughter. And Colin, we have the same color. <laughs> She's my daughter. Lives in my house. I gave her out in marriage. Send her for honeymoon. To go and enjoy. Amen? She went for first honeymoon. She came back. There was no success. She had to go for another one. <laughs> there was no success. <laughs> Where is Sammy? The husband. He's here. Wait for first one. It wasn't successful. He had to go for another one. <laughs> Whatever that successful means, it's up to you. <laughs> Second Kings chapter 7. And I'm closing. Amen. I mean, they are married. They live in my house. They are happy there. You know. I mean, what, 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 what? No, can man do? What can man do? That you have to, you have to think only of your children. Oh, come on. You must be serious. You must be serious. You must be serious. My son went to school in Atlanta. I wasn't there to take care of him, but others were taking care of him. That is how life is supposed to be. Amen. Look, for your children to turn out well, you cannot do much about it. You can only do so much. We went to secondary school. Some people got introduced to good people, Christians. Some people got um, introduced to drug addicts. Who your child will be introduced to, you never can tell. But because of a heart you have for others, God will take care of your own. I said God will take care of your own. 
Give me that scripture, Second Kings chapter 7, and I'm closing right now. But we have some other international things to do. It says, wherefore the, no, no, verse 1. Verse 1, Second Kings chapter 7, verse 1. Then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel, and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gates of Samaria. Next. Then the, and then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this be, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gates, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine in the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. If we still sit here, we die also. Now therefore, come, and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall die. These are Anakazo lepers. <laughs> And they rose in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of the Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots. The Lord has made. It's the Lord who makes things. Amen. And a noise of horses. Even the noise of great hosts. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they rose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their lives. And when these lepers came to the uttermost part of the camp, they went into one tent, they did eat and drink and carried hence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried thence also and went and hid it huh. then they said one to another we do not well give me the NLT chance the version he said finally they said to each other you see they went and ate collected some booty where to hide it you've been coming to church to eat the good food in the church then you go home then you come again and then you come and eat the good food in the church the praise and worship the blessings then you go home then you come again you have been coming every sunday even leprous men leprous men say friend they said to each other this is not right so it's not right just to be coming to church and going home. Coming. You don't think about anybody else. You don't think about others. The others also need Christ. The others need the message preached in church. This is not right. This is a day of good news. And we aren't sharing it with anyone. How many people have you been sharing the good news with? So this is a day of good news. And we aren't sharing it with anyone. If we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall upon us. Come on, let us go back and tell the people at the palace. These lepers have issues. 
Are you with me? They were leprous. As a result, they couldn't even go near the city. If they see them, they will stone them. But they were not even going to the city. They were going to the king's palace. Say palace. <laughs> they were going to the king's palace. Look at the risk they were taking. What risk do you take because of people? They said, we are not doing proper. We are not doing well. There's booty here. And there's farming in the, in the city. And we are just enjoying it. We are, we are, what we are doing is very, very bad. And what we are doing is bad because we come to church. We are blessed by the church. And we don't tell anybody. What we are doing is very, very bad. They risk their lives. They risk being stoned. Yet, they went to the city. What do you risk for God? What do you risk for God? The small time that you give to God? After church, can't you go and visit somebody? I've been seeing some pictures of visitations. But I've not seen you. I've not seen you. Where are you? I said, where are you? I've not seen you. <laughs> I said, I've not seen your picture. I see pictures on Facebook. People have gone to visit people. Then they smile. They take a picture. I said, I have not seen your picture yet. You're looking at me. <laughs> I want to see your picture also. That you've gone to visit somebody. That after church, you're not just thinking about yourself, going home to rest. Why do you want to rest? What have you done that you want to rest? The praise and worship, is that what made you tired? I am preaching here, I am sweating. This is my second service, I'm preaching. Am I not the one who's supposed to go and rest? But you, you are sitting down listening to me, you want to go and rest because already you are resting. <laughs> you are resting in the church. You have not done any work this morning. You have come to church, you are resting. After church, this is how this church was built on the basis of others, thinking about others, serving others, inviting others, preaching to others, visiting others, praying for others. That is where the church has come this far. The church did not come this far by resting pastors and resting shepherds and resting Christians. No. No. Several times after Jesus Christ has done miracles and he goes to the mountain to pray, they say, Ah, Mafna. No. He goes to pray. Continues his work. And that's what God wants us to do to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. God will add all things to our lives. You have to believe it. I say, You have to believe it. Thank God I'm also educated. Amen. But I know the difference between trusting in God and trusting the arm of flesh. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah. The other day I was sitting at the back and Bishop Dennis was preaching. He was trying to make a point. He was saying, Bishop, he doesn't think Bishop Nin knows the, the step that he has taken to leave the minds. I know. <laughs> I know. Hallelujah. I know. But I'm telling you that when you give your life for others, you'll be amazed the lives that God will give you. Today I can go for holidays in Zimbabwe free. And I've gone for holidays. Manapus, is that the name of the place? Manapus. Very expensive place to go for holidays in Zimbabwe. I'm telling you, people fly 
They just to go for holidays there. I went, I didn't pay a kobo. Because I have thought of others before. Are you with me? Yeah. So, men and brethren, and especially you dancing stars, I want to see all of you as Bessenta leaders. Amen. The other day I preached and I've closed. I said that everybody, pastors should have one all night in a week. I'm wondering how many pastors are doing that. But that same week, one pastor had an all night and the following day, his brother who has never called him before living abroad, calls here and he said, what is your momo number? And the brother sent her momo, he sent her money. Brother who has never called her, never given her money before. Just had her all night. When I said it on Sunday, the Friday she had her all night, then the Saturday, there's reward in obedience. Let us rise and think about others. God bless you. Rise on your feet. I, I want to be more like you. Like Jesus. I, I want to be more like you. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel you went through. minutes put your hand on your heart and pray that God give me the mind and give me the heart to think about others oh yes thank you Jesus give me the heart to think about others give me the heart for others Lord the heart to think about other people the heart to think about other people to know that others exist others need Christ others have issues Give me the heart of God. Give me the heart. Give me the heart to be like Jesus who gave his life for us. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a vessel church in Kenya and in East Africa. We have churches in Uganda, in Tanzania. We are building the church, cathedrals, training pastors. For two minutes, lift your voice and pray. And let's also pray for peace and prosperity in those nations. As the nations prosper, as there's peace in the nation, the church also has opportunity to advance and to move on. Lift your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Anoint them for the purpose they have come into this land to be trained and to be equipped. In the name of Jesus. 
Bless the church, O God. Let the church move forward. Let the church advance to take territories in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. To win souls. To turn many to Christ. To turn lives around. In Jesus' name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you the glory. In Jesus' name. With every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Somebody invited me. Say, oh, come, let's go to church. Or maybe you have been coming to church, but you know it personally. You have not surrendered to Christ. You have not given God a chance in your life. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. Wherever you are standing, I want you to lift your right hand. Everyone standing, every standing, every standing. Everyone stand up. The young man in white, I want you to stand up. Yes, at the back. Stand up. Yes, you, stand up. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Wherever you are, just lift your right hand and say, Pastor, pray with me. God bless you. Lift it very high. I want to see where I am. I want to see your hand where I am. You want to say, I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Pastor, pray with me. Don't leave this place not born again. Pray with me, Lord. Pray with me, Pastor. You have lifted your hand. I want you to come to me right now. Just come to me. Just come. come. Just come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus.
they want to say, Pastor, I think I want to give my life to Jesus. Pastor, I'm sorry, I didn't lift my hand, but I still want to come. There is still an opportunity for you. I'm praying with them in the next 60 seconds. You want to leave wherever you are and you want to come quickly. Please, nobody should be walking around. Nobody should be walking around where you are unless you are coming in front here. you for listening to this message. For more information on upcoming programs and events, visit our Facebook page, Kodesh Family Church Ghana HQ. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every day. And remember, God's word is a lamp onto your feet and a light onto your